Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 23rd of August, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya wrote to Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman seeking the immediate release of special and state-specific grants. He expressed concern over the 15th Finance Commission's proposed decrease in the state's tax revenue share to 3.647% from 4.71%. The altered calculation methods inflated Karnataka's economic size. The change contrasts with other states' modest increases. In other headlines, Karnataka's Higher Education Minister M.C. Sudhakar hailed the state's decision to adopt its education policy as historic. He shared the news on Twitter stating that this step aims to clear confusion caused by the previous national education policy, ensuring a brighter future for students. Deputy CMDK Shivkumar announced the scrapping of the NEP 2020. The state will now formulate a new education policy as done by Tamil Nadu and Kerala. In some more news, the Karnataka government, faced with an estimated rupees 52,000 crore cost for poll promises, raised revenue targets by enhancing excise duties. Industry experts noted the recent excise duty hike by CM Siddharamaya made it the costliest for spirits in India. August first half saw a 14.25% drop in IML sales. The Federation of Wine Merchants Association attributed this decline to the new pricing. Up next, Karnataka plans to offer its four RTCs a special fund of rupees 500 crores to acquire new buses. The Transport Secretariat directed the RTC managing directors to propose detailed plans for procurement using the allocated budget in the 2023-24 state budget. The BMTC and Northwestern Karnataka Road Transport Corporation will receive rupees 150 crores each while Karnataka State Road Transport Corporation and Kalyana Karnataka Road Transport Corporation will each receive rupees 100 crores. Now on to other news. BMTC and Union Bank of India inked an MOU for accident relief insurance as part of a corporate salary package. The scheme, targeting BMTC employees using UBI salary accounts, offers coverage of rupees 50 to 65 lakhs. It covers accidental death on or off duty, provides up to rupees 40 lakh for permanent total disability due to accidents, and offers rupees 1 crore for debit card holders in the case of air accidents. Moving on, UN Assistant Secretary General Ulrika Modir, who attended the G20 Summit's Digital Economy Working Group in Bengaluru, discussed harnessing digital public infrastructure for sustainable development goals. Accelerating the SDGs through digital public infrastructure and the DPI approach, a playbook, was unveiled at the event. Modir emphasized digital's role in post-pandemic recovery and SDG achievement. The UN aims to aid countries collaborating on best practices and frameworks for investments and partnerships as India passes the G20 presidency to Brazil. Meanwhile, rotavirus vaccinations in Karnataka have currently surged to about 94%. However, Bengaluru's coverage lags at 60-70%. to 70%. The virus is a leading cause of severe diarrhea, causing over 40% of such cases in India. While the vaccine was incorporated into Karnataka's immunization program in 2019, initial uptake was just 6% based on the 2019-20 National Family Health Survey. The coverage in Bengaluru was only 11% at that time. On a different note, Karnataka is introducing an integrated mental health screening tool called the Mental Health Screening and Counselling Tool for field-level workers of India for the first time. The toolkit enables field workers to screen for mental health, brain health and substance abuse. 
Workers will provide brief counseling and refer individuals to doctors for further evaluation and treatment. The toolkit's pilot launch was led by the Department of Health and Family Welfare in Bengaluru. National News. Moving on to the national news, PM Narendra Modi embarked on a trip to Johannesburg for the 15th BRICS summit. He anticipates productive bilateral meetings with global leaders. South African President Matamela Cyril Ramaphosa invited Modi to the BRICS summit. Following that, he will visit Athens, Greece at Greece Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis' invitation. Meanwhile, Nitin Gadkari, Union Minister of Road Transport and Highways, launched the long-awaited Bharat New Car Assessment Program, Bharat NCAP. This initiative aligns with the government's commitment to enhance road safety by raising vehicle safety standards to 3.5 tonnes in India. The program enables car buyers to compare the crash safety of vehicles through star ratings based on tests conducted according to Automotive Industry Standard 197. In more news, Telangana's Chief Electoral Officer Vikas Raj revealed the draft role for the second special summary revision has been issued across all 119 Assembly constituencies before the forthcoming Assembly elections. The draft contains nearly 3 crore voters, 1.53 crore males, 1.52 crore females and 2,133 third-gender voters. The state has 35,356 polling stations. Shifting our focus, the ISRO confirmed that Chandrayaan-3 soft landing on the lunar surface is proceeding as planned for today at 6.04 p.m. IST. The mission systems are regularly checked and on track, with the mission operations complex filled with enthusiasm. ISRO shared images of the moon earlier taken by the LPDC aiding in the lander's positioning. The Indian Space Agency will live telecast the landing operations from 5.27 p.m. In a general weather update for the country, as confirmed by the India Meteorological Department, India is anticipating a monsoon hiatus across most regions this week, but Himachal Pradesh and Uttarakhand may encounter another wet spell. These hill states already battered by early August rains could be affected again. The monsoon trough is predicted to shift northward due to the El Niño phenomenon. International News Turning our attention to international news. Following Russia's Luna 25 moon mission crash, Roscosmos head Yuri Borisov pledged to remain committed to the lunar race. He emphasized against halting the lunar program, considering it the worst choice. Borisov attributed Luna 25's failure to Russia's 50-year lunar exploration pause, which caused a loss of valuable experience. The mission aimed to study the lunar pole Rigolith and the exosphere. In ongoing news, the United States has become the first nation to approve a vaccine for pregnant women that safeguards babies from severe respiratory syncytial virus illness. The Pfizer shot, already sanctioned for older adults, is now endorsed as a single injection between 32 to 36 weeks of pregnancy, protecting infants from birth through six months, the FDA stated. This development follows recent approvals against the common RSV microbe. In a recent development, Canada is exploring measures to limit international student numbers and curb institutions that exploit them, tackling a housing crisis that threatens PM Justin Trudeau's political standing. Housing Minister Sean Fraser suggested considering an international student cap and urged institutions to provide housing for incomers due to the tightening rental market. The housing crisis is impacting the Liberal Party in polls against the opposition Conservative Party. In some positive news, Le Touquet, a French seaside resort, has received official approval from Britain's King Charles to rename its airport after his late mother, Queen Elizabeth II. The airport's new name will be Elizabeth II International Airport of Le Touquet Paris-Plage. 
the renaming honors the Queen and her uncle's affection for France. An inauguration date is yet to be decided. The airport was frequented by the Queen's uncle, Edward VIII, who enjoyed sand yachting. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Starting September 1st, the government will initiate the Mera Bill Mera Dikar scheme across six states and union territories, including Assam, Gujarat, Haryana, Puducherry, Daman and Diu, and Dadra and Nagar Haveli. The scheme encourages customers to request invoices with a chance to win cash prizes ranging from Rs 10,000 to Rs 1 crore. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs announced the initiative. In more business news, Reliance Geo, a leader in India's telecom market, is set to unveil its customer-focused fixed wireless access device Geo Air Fiber during the festive quarter as per several reports. Analysts and industry insiders expected to launch at a potential 20% discount compared to existing options. This marks Geo's primary step to monetize 5G following its earlier introduction of data top packs this year. Next up, in some tech news, tech giant Apple has rolled out subscription analytics, expanded delegated delivery partners and integrated Linkfire for its audio streaming service, Apple Podcasts. Creators can now access insights via the analytics tab, tracking metrics like trial starts, paid subscriptions, conversion rates and generated proceeds. Data can be filtered by region and period. The feature is accessible worldwide to creators with active subscriptions and specific roles on Apple Podcasts Connect. Moving on, Adani Power shares have surged 15% in three sessions and could see another 10% increase, propelled by current momentum. Despite an 8.1% stake sale to GQG and others, the stock has gained traction since its 52-week low in February, returning a remarkable 145%. Since market turbulence caused by the Hindenburg report, the stock has risen over 37% in the past month alone. In market news for August 23rd, the Sensex gained 24.86 points or 0.04%, reaching 65,240.95, while the Nifty rose by 12.20 points or 0.06%, reaching 19,405.80. Advancing shares numbered 1,962, declining shares were 1,212 and 92 shares remained unchanged. The Indian rupee strengthened due to a weak US dollar and positive domestic market sentiment. The rupee was also aided by lower crude oil prices, while the influence of foreign investors selling limited substantial gains. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Actor Gulshan Devaya has advocated crediting Pankaj Tripathi for OMG2's box office triumph. Gulshan highlighted Pankaj's central role, asserting he deserves way more acknowledgement for carrying the film. This was in response to a report attributing OMG2's success solely to Akshay Kumar. Commencing with a lackluster first day on August 11th, OMG2's box office earnings gradually escalated, eventually surpassing the rupees 100 crore mark. In news from Hollywood, singer Miley Cyrus's mother, Tish Cyrus, recently remarried in Malibu, California, reportedly tying the knot with actor Dominic Purcell. Miley served as the maid of honor, walking Tish down the aisle. Miley appeared joyful in a pastel blue one-shoulder dress as she held a flower bouquet. Miley will be dropping new music next week, which reportedly clashes with the release of Selena Gomez's new single. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, Rajnikanth's latest film Jailer continues its unstoppable momentum. Trade analyst Manobala Vijayabalan revealed that the action film has swiftly joined the Rs 550 crore club globally, making it the second fastest Tamil movie to do so. 
Jailer achieved this feat in its second week in theatres, following in the footsteps of Rajnikanth's 2018 film 2.0, which accomplished it in just eight days. Spooler Sports In sports news, the Asia Cup 2023 with its recently announced squad brings a significant opportunity for skipper Rohit Sharma. Players like KL Rahul, Jaspreet Bumrah and Shreyas Iyer are also returning to the squad. Rohit acknowledged in a statement the talents of emerging players. Team India will kickstart their 2023 Asia Cup campaign against arch-rivals Pakistan on September 2nd. In more sports updates, Indian shuttlers HS Pranoy and Lakshya Sen advanced to the World Championships men's singles second round with convincing wins. Pranoy defeated Finland's Kale Koljonen 24-22, 21-10, maintaining his winning record of 3-0 against him. Lakshya Sen swiftly overcame Mauritius's Georges Julian Paul 21-12, 21-7 in just 25 minutes. Wrapping up sports news, Pakistan Sports Board Run Committee reportedly dismissed the entire coaching staff of the men's hockey team after they failed to reach the Asian Champions Trophy semi-finals. Shana Sheikh was appointed head coach, triggering controversy due to his involvement in the committee that issued pink slips to others. Sheikh has also been scheduled to consult and coach but couldn't join the team due to visa issues. Pakistan finished fifth in the competition won by India. Switching gears to local events. There are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready to witness an extraordinary magic show, Char Din, featuring one of the city's youngest magicians, Devansh Kamlani, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 27th of August at 6pm. Catch ace comic Akash Mehta as he headlines his latest stand-up special, The Dark Tour, performing live at the Longboat Brewing Company, Martha Halli, on the 27th of August at 5pm and 8pm. Join an exclusive tie-and-dye workshop conducted by the city's art experts, happening at the Café Down the Alley, RR Nagar, on the 26th of August at 4pm. Interested in a dance workout class and don't know where to start? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive dance fitness workshop conducted by ACE instructors happening at Go Native HSR Layout on the 26th of August at 9.30am. You can also catch the incredible Ashwin Srinivas in his latest outing in the city, performing live at the Wire Up Koramangla 4th Block on the 26th of August at 8pm. Bengaluru Weather And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On August 23rd, Bengaluru City will see partly cloudy skies. No rain is expected. The day's high temperature will reach a tropical 31 degrees Celsius, while the low will be a comfortable 20 degrees Celsius. The heat index factoring in humidity is forecasted at a blazing 35 degrees Celsius. The heat index values consider light wind and shade. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.